This is your captain speaking. Welcome aboard DJ's Aviation Podcast. This is your home for everything aviation. From the latest news on aircraft, airlines, and airports, to documenting travel journeys unlike any other across the globe. Be sure to check out our second YouTube channel, Globetrotting at DJ's Aviation, where you'll find analytically driven coverage of the industry, which aims to answer your most burning questions. But for now, we're next in line for takeoff. So I'll pass you over to our host for today's proceedings, Dan. Hey, a very warm welcome back to the DJ's Aviation Podcast. As promised, I'm consistent and another episode is releasing this weekend, or technically if you're listening to this in Australia and the day of publishing, it's Monday, but... I'm weird. All the timings I go off are based on the UK and North America, so mainly EST time. So technically, it is still the weekend at the point this is going out live. But also in hindsight, the beauty of a podcast is you can listen to this at any point, whether it's six months later, a week later, three days later, or multiple years down the line. So, in the last episode, I concluded my experience traveling from the eastern part of Quebec back to Australia after that failed attempt to go and say goodbye to the final Boeing 747 in Seattle. So, we're kind of in a bit of a a weird spot now where I do have more travels that I want to cover in their own series. So, like I always do, covering each airline episode, what I got up to, and so forth. Um... But before I start that, it's probably the perfect opportunity to get some episodes that I had planned for quite some time out and then start the mini-series, just so that way I'm not covering a specific flight without giving too much away, and then I start talking about something else for three weeks, and you're kind of waiting to see what happened in that journey. So, that's why today I'm covering the Emirates new livery, my thoughts and general discussion. I'm aware this is a bit late. Uh, I've got a press release open now and Emirates revealed their new livery now well over a month ago. A couple of thoughts on why it took so long. One, life's just been really busy. Uh, I was moving places, as you know, so I didn't have time to get to recording podcasts. Also, I was traveling when they unveiled the new livery and didn't have the capabilities to actually record anything, uh, bar only on my phone. And I didn't want to record a 20 or 15 minute podcast on my phone. Uh, Maybe in the future, that could be an option if something really major was to happen where I, I desperately wanted to share my thoughts in a podcast. But honestly, I thought I might as well wait and that way I can think more about delivery and come back to you in, say, a month, a month and a half with some thoughts after having seen it flying. So uh, here we are with my thoughts on the Emirates livery. And um, I would say it's changed. I mean, when they unveiled it, I was very much shocked. I think a lot of people were. And, and in saying that, I think the question remains, who isn't shocked when a new livery is unveiled? For the most part, um, I don't think many times is a livery unveiled and people instantly love it. Uh, Maybe some and a small portion do, but because you get so used to an airline's current branding and current scheme flown on their planes, any change always leaves you a bit, uh, feeling a bit sour inside. And I think it does take some adjustments to getting used to and some time to reflect on the changes, maybe even the reasoning behind it before you can make a firm opinion on whether you like it or dislike it. The amount of airlines over 
uh, the past, say, five or six years where I've really been covering the industry. How long has it been now? Uh, since 2018. So almost five years that I've been covering the industry. And I'd argue really probably more so understanding the industry, maybe three years. Because um, when I switched the content up, I was like 17. Uh, so I didn't really know what I was doing. And I still don't necessarily know what I'm doing. But I'd like to argue as I've matured a little bit more, um, and I can remember more things and, and really try and focus on certain areas. And you may have been able to see that as well through the content development over the years. Uh, while it's not flashy editing and so forth, um, hopefully you can see in how it's executed and such the changes from when uh, I was 17 and first changed the content to now when I'm 22. So I've seen, I've seen many liveries where it's, it's been revealed and you'll have a, a small percentage that really like it and then a small a big percentage, pardon me, that hate it. And then two months later, that percentage of hating and uh, loving it definitely is grows closer together. Uh, and, and for the Emirates one, I think there are a lot of mixed feelings. Initially, when I saw it, um, my first reaction was it, I didn't see anything wrong with the previous livery and I'll, I'll stand like here right now and say I still don't think there's anything wrong with the livery they were flying. Um, could it have been updated? Sure. I think you could make the case that any livery worldwide could always do with an update because you're interested in seeing what new possibilities could come from updating it. But does that mean it needs to be done? No, not necessarily. Um, that's why concept art exists and people go ahead and make these concept liveries for fun. It gives us the opportunity to see a what if but when an airline goes ahead and releases a new livery or updated livery, refreshed livery, I don't know if I'd call this a new livery. Um, I think it's very much refreshed and we'll, we'll get on to design and so forth very soon um, and their press release where they really go in depth. But it, to me, it's refreshed um, and it just came as a shock. Um, I didn't see anything, any kind of reports noting that they were going ahead with this new branding there was just a picture that surfaced on twitter and i believe instagram well I basically did the rounds around every forum every social media platform of a someone that was in dubai and captured this new livery on the 380 and like me i think a lot of people were just shocked that they had gone ahead and changed it again not something that was to be expected there were no kind of inklings that any change was coming again not that i'm aware of i may have missed it because i was traveling but i certainly didn't see anything that emirates were you know exploring a a updated or refreshed livery so I think that shock factor was probably felt more with someone like Emirates rather than uh, some of the previous changes we've seen in the past, which don't get me wrong, come as a shock, but you did know it was coming. Uh, whereas, like I said, the Emirates one, I don't think I'd really ever seen anyone call for a refresh. It's one of those liveries that is timeless. And, and when I get into the evolution of the livery, you'll, you'll be able to tell that it is a timeless livery that only has had a handful of changes throughout the years. So many people probably weren't saying that it needed to be adjusted. Um, their press release, which I'll now get up and uh, take a look, really goes better into some of the changes. And look, the only downside about podcasts is I can't show the pictures, but I would say uh, head over to the Emirates Media Center if you haven't already seen the livery 
and you'll be able to uh, get a great idea of what delivery looks like and and some of the reasoning. But if you can't do that, I'll read out this release uh, with comments from Sir Tim Clark, the president of the airline. He said aircraft livery is the most instantly recognisable brand real estate for any airline. It's a visual representation of our identity, something we wear proudly and display in all cities we fly to around the world. We're refreshing our livery to keep it modern without losing the key elements of our identity, such as the UAE flag on our tail fin and the Arabic calligraphy. Uh, Eagle Eye plane spotters and fans will immediate, uh, immediately, pardon me, notice changes to the tail fin and wingtips. And that's definitely, I would argue, probably the biggest changes that will be presented across all aircraft um, types, pardon me. So they will go on to say that in the latest iteration, uh, the UAE flag and the Emirates tail fin is uh, more dynamic and following with a 3D effect artwork while the wingtips have been painted red uh, with the Emirates logo in Arabic calligraphy uh, popping out in reverse white. Uh, Passengers on board with a window seat, well, you're going to be able to see the uh, UAE flag with that 3D pop, if you will, which again is the same as what features on the tail. I really, really can't stress enough how much I like the adjustment that they've made on the wingtip, the inner and outer part. Um, I'm a sucker for these kinds of things on aircraft. Not that I've ever flown Emirates and probably won't ever fly Emirates, but I do very much enjoy a good view of a wingtip. I think it adds to the experience while flying to be able to see a lovely design. Uh, My most recent flight was on Australia's newest airline, Bonza, and they've painted their wingtip. And every picture and video I took, it was just very, very nice to see, if if you know what I mean. Um, So, yeah. Really, really like that touch. Uh, now, with regards to the the tail, um, I think that's probably where uh, I don't know if I'd say the most noticeable change because it's not like much has changed, but at the same time it has. And if you look closely, you'll really notice the difference. Um, a quick glance, and you wouldn't. But uh, upon further inspection, you'll definitely be able to tell that the flag now is almost like a three D pop. It's a three D flag um, with white. Uh, linings featured throughout and uh it's an interesting adaptation i mean there's not much change and my thoughts on why there's not much change will eventually come in this release um of this podcast episode pardon me but i think it's a modern interpretation if you can of the uae flag i would like to compare it to Qantas and when they unveiled their updated livery Uh, one of the biggest things that changed was the tail and the kangaroo and the kangaroo lost a lot of its core features um in terms of Qantas wanting to streamline a kangaroo as weird as it sounds uh but just to make it look sleeker and more be an outline of a kangaroo and see, while some will agree and disagree that it's it's bad that key features of the kangaroo, say, disappeared, I think it does make sense um, all in all that they went down that route. And I think overall, looking back, while maybe I didn't like it at the beginning, uh, now it makes sense. And I think it's a good modern interpretation of the flying kangaroo uh, for these times. And I guess you could apply the same logic and thinking to the Emirates tale. But again, I'm going to just say there was nothing wrong with the previous Emirates tale. Um, while trends have changed and now you can make the case in point that 
I don't know what a design that once looked good 20 years ago maybe needs a refresh, whether it's branding and we're seeing a lot more simplification in branding too. I think the Emirates one, uh, the tail that they previously had and have had since their birth uh, was was very good. Um, so, yeah, a very interesting change to the tail. Emirates continued on by saying that the, uh, the th- this is the third iteration of Emirates' official airline brand colours. Um, the original livery was unveiled during the airline's launch in 1985, uh, with the first refresh coming with the delivery of the first 777 at the 1999 Dubai Air Show. The other notable, noticeable change, pardon me, on the uh, Airbus A380 at least, because at the time of recording, no Boeing 777 has been painted in the new colours. And uh, I think it's definitely going to be interesting how they handle this. But uh, uh, where do they say this in the release? The signature gold Emirates lettering across the main body in English and Arabic is also bolder and 32.5% larger on the aircraft belly. Emirates has retained its iconic red branding, which it introduced. Uh, The website URL emirates.com has been dropped from the design so the signature gold emirates lettering has been increased and again this would be another noticeable feature if you took a look at the evolution of the emirates livery graphic um and how emirates.com has been resumed uh pardon me resumed removed uh but i want to make a point here and say that yes that's been increased on the airbus a380 and i think it's definitely more noticeable uh, I don't know how I feel still about the increase in the size. Uh, it's more noticeable on the 380, but again, it's just one of those things If I was so used to something before. And like I said, that livery had been around since 1999. I was born in 2000. It's really all I've known. And I'm aware people will have had this for other airline liveries in the past. Um, it just seems a bit odd in how large it is, proportion and such. But what I wanted to mention was in relation to the 777, uh, that logo type font is already quite large so i'm not too sure what you can really do with that i mean i know obviously you're going to be removing the emirates.com but how much larger can you really make it like i don't think you can do a whole lot with that i think it's already big on the triple seven while you can make adjustments to the tail um there's not a whole lot i feel like you can do whereas when taking a look at the evolution of the emirates livery in 1985 on the a300 the emirates and arabic calligraphy was very 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 small in fact it was located just above the passenger windows and the two first doors in fact it was barely noticeable while the tail design definitely stuck out the rest of the plane could easily pass as just a white blank aircraft so in the 1990 uh, 1999 pardon me iteration increasing the size uh for the first triple seven definitely made perfect sense um and now for the 2023 iteration increasing the size even more so again really only works on the a380 and yes the a380 is a mainstay and i'm sure maybe in in 15 years when the 380s are completely gone they may do something else whatever the the way of the world is headed uh, i just don't think there's much they can do on the triple seven with in terms of sizing whether they increase it a little bit more or probably make it maybe bolder um it, it'll be interesting to to kind of see how that goes let me just pull up my notes as well to take a look at where i wanted to go next and and my thoughts are on the inability to change that much uh, because it is such an iconic but also limited design. So I did cover this in a video over on the second channel, which is globetrotting at DJ's Aviation if you are at all interested. 
But Emirates have that problem with delivery where they introduced something in 1985 that worked and was simple and a tale that became very quickly iconic. The adjustments made in 1999 stuck very more, uh, very much with the core principles of the 1985 iteration. So there was never really much change. Like I said, they increased the size, which fit in with the time and still works today. So now when as a business and company and executives come together looking at evolving that further, they can't really change all that much. They can't remove the UAE flag on the tail. They can't completely change how Emirates is written. Uh, While that may have been an option, I just feel as if they're always going to be very limited. So you have to think about that when you judge and critique delivery, as in they're not going to put a... um, a kangaroo on the tail, or they're not going to change their colours to purple and yellow. Uh, This is their branding, this is their colours, and updating this livery means they don't need to update their logo. It means that crew uniforms don't need to change. It means that, yes, while it will cost a certain amount to go and do these aircraft, which they clearly believe is worth it, they don't need to go and do everything else that, say, comes with a full rebrand or a full livery refresh that includes a complete, say, change of colour. Although, let's say if you're changing colours, then I think that definitely falls under the major rebrand phase. And I think for Emirates, just because of their branding, they can't change all that much. I would put many other airlines in that category, such as uh, the likes of... um, Qantas, I think their livery has been nailed on now for many decades. And yes, while they're quite an old airline and there's been many iterations, if you take a look at the last 20, 30 years, it's predominantly stayed the same. And similar to Emirates has just had minor refreshes to fit in with the time. Uh, But it'd be hard to see, say, Qantas going a complete different direction now with such an iconic branding. And the same can be said for British Airways, Singapore Airlines, all kind of timeless liveries now where if they change it, they've got to be really, really careful. And I think would be more leaning on the side of Emirates in that it would be a, a simple refresh. And that's because I just I think a full refresh of the Emirates livery wouldn't work. Um, I don't, first of all, I don't know what they would do, but second of all, I think the negative reaction would be huge. Um, Emirates are proud that they can fly the UAE flag on their tail, so instantly you're not going to be removing that. And if I look at 1999 and 2023, you can always make the thing that, oh, the world is more modern now, but it is it is true. We've developed quite a lot as a society and such, and technology's advanced significantly, um, trends, While some trends have gone back to what they once were, say, 50 years ago, uh, in terms of a society and, you know, artificial intelligence and everything, it's really developed. And I think, therefore, making the Emirates tail uh, design, the UAE flag, pop more makes makes sense. Um, And increasing the, the size of the text just makes the Emirates, you know, it's more noticeable when you see, oh, it says Emirates than before. But again, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. Um, why the new livery? Well, I think Emirates are really getting ready for this new era of travel. Um, at the moment, they're a two-aircraft operator, the Boeing 777 and the A380. Previously, they did fly other types, but they did um, remove those aircraft types, and now it's just two sole aircraft. Uh, but that's going to change again pretty soon, because they have uh, a number of aircraft types incoming in the next, say, five or so years, including the likes of the 350, the 777X, and more. And uh, I think this new livery 
is also going to be fantastic with these new aircraft coming in. I mean, the 777X were welcomed in with a new updated scheme. Same with the 350 and so on. Uh, so I think it's like marking a new era. And if there's any time to do it, it, it's probably now. And look, if they didn't do it now, I think they could have done it for the first 350 uh, delivery or the first 777X livery. But now they've decided it's probably the perfect timing. And again, it's not uncommon for an airline to... Uh, reveal a new scheme just before a new aircraft type. Uh, in fact, sometimes they reveal that livery with the first delivery. I mean, that's how it happened with the Boeing 777 back in 1999. Um, it just presents itself a perfect opportunity to really enter that new era. And that's, I guess, how Emirates are treating it. It's not a major change. It's just a simple refresh with uh, key features being updated and revised that fit in with the times. Um, so my overall thoughts, I don't think any changes actually needed to be made. Um, I'm not complaining. I'm always happy to see something new. I just think that the 1999 iteration works really well and is one of those timeless liveries. But if they were going to make a change, I'm happy with everything they did. For me, the standout feature, while it is technically the smallest, is the wingtip design. Um, absolutely love that on the inner and outer part. Um, the tail, I'm, I, I like, but like I'm not too sold on at the moment. I think I want to see that in person before I can properly judge it. And as for the increase in the Emirates uh, writing and logo type font, if you will, at the front of the aircraft... Again, feels a little bit weird on the 380, and like I said with the 777, there's not much you can do in terms of increasing the size because it already is quite large on the 777. It's just because of the 380 is a full double deck, you have room to increase it. But yeah, that's 20 minutes. Actually went longer than I thought discussing this, so hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, there's not really any way to interact with podcasts, and I think that's probably the one downside. Um, but again, if you have any thoughts on the Emirates livery, you're welcome to reach out on any of the social platforms and I'd be happy to discuss further. Uh, if you'd like to see me discuss other aircraft livery, what am I saying? Other airline livery changes over the past, um, say, few years, whether that be even taking a look at Cathay Pacific, Qantas, American Airlines, just some to name a few, maybe even Lufthansa. I'd be happy to go into them, share my opinions, share my thoughts, maybe talk about now in hindsight what I would have done to create my perfect livery. Um, that's another series opportunity when I won't be traveling as much. But next weekend, we get back into the travel journeys with a trip around the world, which I'm very excited to start. I think it's going to be something like a seven, eight episode mini series. So that should take us ooh, I'd say well into July. And by July, I will have also traveled again. So I would probably go on a limb here and say until August, maybe September, there are just going to be full on travel and fun journeys to document on the podcast. But here and there, if, if something groundbreaking happens, maybe I'll look at uh, inserting that podcast in. But really suggestions such as these, um, sorry, really ideas and podcasts such as these will come once the travel slows down. And that is going to inevitably happen uh, in a couple of months where I really won't be traveling at all. Um, I do have a really fun series idea uh, pretty much ready to go. And this is another thing that I'll be looking at releasing once the travel stop. I'm not going to re uh, reveal anything or tell you what it is, bar a little hint, and that is related to going back in the past um, and exploring stuff. So yeah, very, very excited about that one. 
And uh, thank you, as always, for listening and the support you show on these podcasts. It is greatly appreciated. Take care, be safe, and I'll see you next weekend for the resumption of amazing, exciting, and unpredictable travel journeys. And a very warm welcome to your destination. Please keep your seatbelt fastened for the following. This has been the DJ's Aviation Podcast, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, offering up your one-stop shop for all things aviation, from news to incredible stories detailing trips worldwide. Leave a review and follow the podcast on your preferred streaming platform. For onward connections, check us out on Twitter at DJ's Aviation or the show notes to join our partner Discord server, see the website, and more. like to thank you sincerely for listening and we look forward to seeing you back on board shortly for another episode of the dj's aviation podcast